Books is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I love this time of the year, and I've been excited all week. We have had no rain in Colorado. I mean, rain's good, but we've had lots of rain last week. So we've had sunny, 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 which I love and is terrific. But our topic today, let's just jump into it. Our topic today could actually rain on your book parade. And that's when you have a poor quality printing involved in your book. Um, you don't really understand the different nuances of, of which type of printing you should be using or even interacting with some of the printer reps that really specialize in the independent and self-publishing market that really can give you some ideas and tips. So that's what we're going to be focusing on. And with me today is Meg Zusa. And, and Meg is the marketing manager and the account representative with Total Printing Systems, which is one of my favorite printers, especially for the indie market, especially when I need some short runs done. Short runs are, are under 500 copies, um, and I and I always reach out to them for my clients with my when I have my book shepherd pop on, and uh, and I love the quality and the different formats that I can select from. Versus what you can just get with, for short runs, just plain, simple print-on-demand. So with that, Meg, welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Thank you so much, Judith. I'm very happy to be with you. You know, and I also do a shout-out. Total Printing Systems is one of our sponsors for our show, and they've been with us from the very beginning. So we're thrilled to have them here. Meg, let's just kind of jump in. Um, You've been around printing and publishing for a long time. How many years? Oh, about 20 years now. <laughs> so so, so I, we, I feel like I've seen it all. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Between the, between the two of us, we've got over 50 years. So with that said, um, what, are the, what are maybe some of the biggest mistakes you see authors make with, with just printing decisions? Well, let me first say that I feel like... I, a printing relationship starts with good, good, effective communication, just like any relationship. So that is the beginning point. When you are forming a relationship with your printer, you want to give them more information, more detail than you ever thought they'd want to know. I will want to know about your needs, your materials, specifications, timing, shipment, fulfillment, whatever you can tell me the better we can successfully guide the project to completion. Um, So um, your question was about pitfalls. Um, I'd say some of the biggest pitfalls are about in regard to timing. Um, It's super important that your printer is very much aware if you have any specific in-hand date, if you have a special event, 
Um, it's important to plan around holidays. It's important to plan around events where all the other publishers will need books. Just an ex as an example, Book Expo is coming up next week, and many, many of our self-publishers and authors needed books for that event. So if you want to not be sweating it two days before the event, waiting for your <laughs> books to come in, make sure that you've ordered them with plenty of time so you have those books in hand two weeks before, and that way you don't have to have any sleepless nights. So that the advice then would be with Book Expo coming up, um, what are the dates this year on it? Uh, so I believe it starts on the 30th through the 2nd, June All right, 2nd. So, great. So it's usually, it's usually the very first part of June, either the latter part of May. So it's, it's on exactly. calendar. Right. So, right. you know, my advice to all of you is that you don't order your books in June, that you would be, <laughs> or, or May, May, that you would really push yourself out and make sure you order them by like April Fool's Day in April. That way, if there's any snafus, any hookups, like Meg is saying, that you have them in plenty of time that you, you don't have to worry about this one. Exactly. Whenever, um, whenever there are snafus, that is almost always due to timing. It's when people are rushing. Either your designer is rushing to finish or we're rushing to create a press group or whatever it might be. Um, that is when you find yourself in trouble. So you want to plan, look at your calendar, plan backwards. You, you want to pad your schedule. You also have to think about in the winter when there uh, might be a snowstorm. You don't want your books to be on a truck somewhere in the middle of a snowstorm. So you always want to pad that uh, time. Give yourself an extra two weeks, whatever it might be. Um, and that way you're not counting down the hours waiting for those books to arrive at your book signing. And I've had a lot of people that have gone through that. And, you know, it's it just very at the end. All right, so time, yeah, I mean, what Meg is saying is, one, the more your printer need, has information about what you need, what you desire, what you want, um, and when you need all this, the better off you're going to be. Does that kind of sum it up? It does. And um, just to expand on the communication and when I say what we need to know, um, you know, one of the best ways to communicate what you, what you want your printer to produce is by showing them a book you like. So we know exactly what kind of paper you're thinking of. We know exactly what kind of effect you want on the cover. Um, those things, like a picture speaks a thousand words, right? So show us. Um, you know, I'll frequently, when, when someone is unsure about their design, I'll frequently say to them, you know, go to a bookstore, find a book you love, show me what it looks like, and we're going to do our best to match what you want. So you have to be very specific in your communication with your printer. Um, one of the effects on a cover that people like is when um, it's what we call spot gloss matte varnish. Uh, and I know you've seen what I'm talking about. It's where yeah. you know, certain parts of the cover are glossed so that in the light, you'll see those, those portions will pop. Um, you have to be able to com effectively communicate that design effect 
to your printer. So if you show us a picture, that's great. We know exactly what you're thinking of. So the more, the sooner you can see it. I, I, you know, I remember, Meg, at a conference I was at, and I had a copy of the uh, cover that the designer was working on with me. And as I talked to the various printers at this conference, I, I came away with lots of ideas and suggestions they made, including the spot gloss that you're talking about, to enhance certain components on the cover. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I think it's a plus when you have that, your basic design, um, knowing that's probably going to be tweaked until you're ready to go. But having that absolutely. design makes a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. And that, and that again, speaks to timing. Um, you know, you want to have that well in advance so that if you do want to add a different finish or whatever, you've got time to throw those ideas around a bit. Mm-hmm. Which makes a huge, yeah, that's a huge difference. So I like that a lot. All right. And then any other big mistakes besides the timing issue, not supplying all the information since you're not a, a mind reader? Well, um, I would say that another pitfall is when a uh, self-publisher author has picked a designer who does not specialize specifically in book design. There are many great designers out there, but maybe they've never done a book before. Maybe they're used to doing brochures or posters or pamphlets or whatever, but not books. Books are a little bit of a different animal. So when I, um, uh, when, when an author or self-publisher comes to me, I will guide them to a designer who specifically works with book design. And there are many good ones. On our website, tps1.com, under resources, we have a preferred providers area. And there are a few book designers on there. Um, it's very important that your designer knows how to design a book properly, um, that they're used to working with, with book manufacturers so that we they understand how we would like to receive those files. Um, that's another timing issue. We don't want to get files that are unusable. Uh, then, you know, that, that just creates uh, another problem. So uh, I guess another piece of advice would be please just get a designer who is specific to book design. You will not be sorry. Oh, you know what? I'm going to add an amen to that. Um, it's it's always been a problem for me when people come in and say, oh, my brother is a great graphic designer and, and already my stomach is turning. And exactly. I, I, I asked the question, Has does he do book designs? Um, has he designed covers before? Well, no, but I, you know, I really love his work and I'm just saying I'll have a discussion with him, but I'm going to tell you it's probably a problem. It's probably going to be a problem because there are really um, specialties in cover design that get how to do that. I mean, there's and it's just not a graphic designer. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. That is exactly right. I could not agree more. Yeah, it, it's a challenge that we all get. All right. We're going to we're coming up to our first break. But with us is Meg Sousa. She's with Total Printing Systems. She's, got, she's been part of the book manufacturing industry, as she shared, for over 20 years. And that counts. This is, this is the kind of people you want to interact with. During her time, she's worn a lot of hats, including 
roles in marketing and sales, production management, pre-press, print production, advertising, creative direction, and book cover design. And Meg, you know, when we come back, I would love to have you uh, talk a little bit about some of the pre-press issues that you normally do on your side that authors are often very clueless about and they don't get what you're looking at when those files first come back. Is that a deal? That sounds great. All right. So we'll be right back. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I'm Judith Riles. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. AuthorU brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking really printing, printing of your book so it, it number one, doesn't look like you know, your your cousin Vinny did it, uh, unless he's an expert in book print, printing. But <laughs> we want to make sure 
that your book displays quality and it feels, it looks, it presents as quality. So that's both cover and the interior part of it. With us is Meg Sousa. She's the marketing manager and the account representative at Total Printing Systems, which is one of the printers that we recommend very openly to authors. And as we went to our break, I said, Meg, can you get into some of the pre-press? What is pre-press? Why should an author care? And what's going on behind the scenes with it? So I'm going to throw it to you, Meg. Okay, sure. So one of the first things that happens when um, you send in your files to a printer is those files are pre-flighted by a pre-press department. Um, So there is a physical human being generally uh, sitting with your file and they're running through a checklist, making sure that the file is in good order to be printed on a printing press. So here's a few things that they look for. First of all is resolution of any images. Um, So that is extremely important. If something is low res, it's going to print horribly. It's going to be pixelated and it, it will just not look clear and nice. So you want to make sure that all of your images are at the correct resolution, which would be 300. And that is when it is placed in your file at 100% size. Now, if you place it and then you enlarge it, that's going to reduce the resolution. So you have to be careful about what you do with each image. Um, So that's one of the things that we're going to look for. And and, uh, that's every printer. And they should uh, let you know, give you a heads up if they see something that's not going to work well. Um, One of the other things is bleed. So let's say you have a cover with an image or color or whatever it is that touches that trim size. It also has to bleed beyond that trim size. And the reason why is because when it is physically trimmed, when that book is actually cut, it has to have a little bit of color that goes beyond the actual trim so that when we cut it, you don't see the white of the paper. So that is a very common error that will fi- people will send in files and there will be no bleed. So then we have to go back and either create bleed or ask the designer to create the bleed. So that's, an- that's another very important item. Another thing is um, with the barcodes. Uh, I don't know why this happens exactly, but oftentimes barcodes will be stretched in some way. It's as if the designer places the barcode and then decides, well, I want it to fit better. So they will um, somehow stretch that barcode. And that's a big no-no because that barcode, if you're selling it, uh, selling this book at a store, that barcode is going to be scanned and it needs to scan properly. So do not manipulate barcodes. Another uh, very common problem is not having your fonts embedded in your PDF file. If your fonts are not embedded in that PDF, when it is, when it is ripped through um, our system or any printer system, those fonts can be replaced. And then you're, gonna have, you're possibly going to have uh, reflow or, um, from either paragraph to paragraph or page to page. It's going to screw up the entire layout of your book. So it's extremely important that fonts are embedded. 
Um, so those are just a few of the issues that are very common problems. And going back to our earlier conversation of one of the reasons why you want to have a, a professional designer. Mm-hmm. Because they know but that's a default thing for them. You embed fonts, you do this. But people who don't do book design aren't going to know that at all. Right. And, and one, of the, one of the things that we find very commonly is someone will use an application such as Word. And that's really not an application designed for printing at all. So you want to hire a designer who has the, the, the professional tools. And that would be using um, applications such as InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator. There's a reason why those exist. They're professional programs. They're designed to create files that will work with a printer. Uh, So you want to work with a designer who has these professional applications that will then, in turn, produce professional files. Uh, Yes. And and I can't tell you how many times I'm, I'm dealing with an older gentleman right now, and he thinks that all you all you need is the word document. Um, to do this and and we'll just have it printed this way and and I'm and I'm beating my head with him right now because we did have a book designer and he just didn't he didn't like any of the designs I mean he just he just he's a little confused he didn't get it and we're trying to get this book done literally before he dies so it's that kind of a thing we're dealing with but yeah, yes. It's very important to use professional applications. One of the problems with Word is frequently you cannot get it to produce a PDF where the colors are correct. Uh, the the mm-hmm. colors will come out in RGB. RGB is fine for on screen, but it's not fine for printing. Those images have to be able to separate into CMYK. Those are the colors that were lying down on press. Diane, mm-hmm. magenta, yellow, and black. Um, so those are the things that if you're not a designer or if you're not using a professional, they don't realize and we will be a pitfall and then again, screw up your timing. It all goes back to that timing. Um, and just one more reason why you want to use that professional, because they're going to understand these problems that are not apparent when you're just looking at something. Uh, and that's that's the gospel there. So, Mick, t- talk to me about some of the equipment that you have. I know that you you know you talk about dimensional printing, um, and and what are some of the other bells and whistles that you've got at Total Printing that um, our listeners can actually go experiment and take a look at? I know that your instant quote is kind of cool. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, first, let me say that the great thing about Total Printing System is they are really on the cutting edge of technology. We're always getting new equipment, and um, it really allows us to produce some very interesting things. So one of the um, really fun ideas that we've been using lately is our Kodak NextPress, and it has dimensional printing. And what that is is it adds a tactile feel to book covers. Um, And just as a way to describe this for you without being able to see it, um, imagine that you have a book cover that has a brick road on the front cover. Well, with dimensional printing, it will make that brick road feel like a brick road 
Or let's say you have a beautiful leaf from a tree on your cover. It will feel like the veins of that leaf. They'll actually stand out. And the, the Kodak Next Press does this by using clear toner that is built up on that sheet. Um, and it takes on the look and feel of whatever image you have on your cover. I, I love that idea. So tell me, is there a, is there a lot of extra cost to have that feel? Amazingly enough, no. What's wonderful about dimensional printing is it's done right in line with the color printing. Um, whereas if you think about other ways to create dimension on the cover, such as embossing, that's mm-hmm. a separate process where you have to remove the sheets and take them to a different piece of equipment. Right. With dimensional printing, it's done right in line with the printing. So it is not very expensive. Um, there are just a few caveats about dimensional printing. Um, you cannot laminate it because that will, laminating something will basically uh, depress that that toner that we've built up. So it's, it's not something that can be laminated. And we recommend that you do have them um, shrink wrapped uh, just so, you know, they don't rub against each other uh, when they're packaged for delivery. Okay, so all right, I'm, I'm trying to figure out penny cost um, here. So let's go back to your example of a leaf. And let's say that we have this elegant maple leaf or something, and we want to raise it up, gives a little little 3D dimension to it almost, um, right. and, and bring it up. So, And I've certainly done a lot of books with embossing on it. So you're saying it's less expensive than embossing? Yes, it would be less expensive than embossing. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's not a separate process. Mm-hmm. It just happens at the same time as the actual printing. Uh, so it, it, it is, uh, it's a wonderful way to add something a little different to your cover to make it stand out. We're all looking for a way to grab people's attention. Um, so this is just one way that you can grab someone's attention. All right. So with that said, you, and the other thing I heard, you can't laminate. So um, usually in gloss books or even with matte, there's some kind of a laminate to protect it. So what do we do there? Well, there are books, too, that are just covered with a clear coating, and this is similar Mm -hmm. to that. It just happens to be raised. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like I said, we do recommend that you shrink wrap the dimensional printed book, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just mostly while while in delivery, just so that they don't get scuffed, um, you know, as as they're in a box being delivered to either the end user to a bookstore wherever they're going got it and then they can come out Mm -hmm. all right yeah all right and and the and the cost of the um uh the scuff uh, or the the uh, wrap oh uh for shrink wrapping yeah Uh Um, yeah well we can shrink wrap in singles or fives or tens uh, whatever you like, really. And so, you know, if you're ordering 100 books and you get them shrink-wrapped in tens, it's really not that expensive. You know, that's that's just pennies. All right. Well, let's come back and we'll finish up on this. This is author you, your guide to book publishing. We're talking printing today. This. 
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 1106 Design. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Meg Sousa with Total Printing Systems. And one of the things I really like about Meg is how much she enjoys guiding authors 
and self-publishers through the all the intricacies. And let me tell you, there's a lot of intricacies of printing that you just don't even think about or know about. Um, and going through this process, so in the end, you create a book that you are absolutely proud of. It's it's just it's a piece of art, and um, and you know I love the the printed book, the touch, the feel, the smell, the look, and and one of the things, Meg, there's such a variety in uh, trim sizes. So what range does Total Printing work with? Well, in general, uh, we can print from 5 by 7 all the way up to 9 by 12. And we can do some actually smaller than 5 by 7. And, of course, those trim sizes can also be done landscape. Um, so, for example, when you express a landscape book, an 8.5 by 11 would be expressed as 11 by 8.5. So we mm -hmm. express in landscape the longer dimension first. Mm -hmm. um, so in general, and then we can do every increment in between. So let's say uh, you have seven and a quarter by nine and a half. We can do that size. So any of those various trim sizes are doable. Um, just have to give us, just ask on, on your initial uh, contact. Like I said in the beginning, the more, um, can, the more information we get, the better. So just communicate exactly what you want. If you already have files, uh, we can look at the files and take the dimensions from the files so that we know exactly uh, what you're looking for. Uh, which is, this is all those little goodies you need to have together. <laughs> These are the things that you start your conversation with. I want this size, this size. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So you have, I mentioned it earlier in our first segment, you have a really nifty tool on your website. And again, for all of you, um, if you if you it's a you know the usual www or you can go without it tps one tps so it's total printing systems the number one and a dot com all right and then Meg guide them to where that instant quote pricer is sure okay so when you when you go to the website that Judith just spoke of there is a button on there that says instant quote. So you simply hit that button and you'll be asked to register. And we just ask for very basic information. And uh, just so that you're fully aware, we do not share your information. It's just for us internally to be able to contact you. Um, and then once you've registered, uh, you'll be able to go uh, into the instant quote and you'll want to put in your user ID. That's very important to use the same user ID that you registered with because when you save that quote, it's that that user ID will allow us uh, allow it to be sent to the correct um, representative at Total Printing Systems. So you put in your user ID and then your project title, and then you get to the nitty gritty, and you've got lots of choices. So the first choice would be: Do you want textbook quality or coffee table quality? Um, and let me just talk a little bit about the mm. two. So. Mm -hmm. um, our textbook quality is run on our web presses that are inkjet. Um, now, there are for, for textbook quality, the type of books that would run on those would be trade paperbacks, reference books, catalogs, also um, books, children's books, and instructional manuals that have lighter to medium cover coverage, color coverage, whereas coffee table quality is 
really beautiful and it's when you need very vibrant colors and the hot and, and the best looking photographs and it's for heavy cover coverage and color coverage and uh, that is done on a toner press that is sheet fed so those are the two options that you really want to look at and you'll know what you need based on what your book is like um, so then uh, the next thing is you want to choose your quantity and um, you can run more than one quantity. So you can, you know, you can look at uh, just a hundred copies or then you can try 250 or maybe 350 or, and then you'll be able to see um, the per price, the, the unit price will change as you change your overall quantity. So you'll be able to play with that a little bit and see how it affects your unit price. Um, of course, you need to put in your page count. Um, and uh, one thing you should note is that because we are a digital printer, uh, for perfect bound and case bound books, uh, that page count only has to be divisible by two, um, unlike offset printing where they're, they're printing in signatures that have to be divisible by eight or 16. Um, of course, sales stitch books are always divisible by four. Um, the next thing is trim size. We already talked a little bit about that. We have a drop-down menu where you can pick your trim size. If you, ha if you don't see that trim size, then it's just as simple as contacting a representative, and we can, we'll be able to plug in a different trim size with our in-house estimating department. Um, your bind style is very important. Um, now you can choose a perfect bound book, which is a soft binding. Um, uh, what, what you would refer to as a trade paperback. There's also spiral bindings, adhesive case-bound books, saddle stitch books. Um, next, you'll want to decide on your interior color printing. Now, maybe you have a book that's just you just want printed in black, but think about this. What's cool with digital printing is you could do every chapter opener in color. That's a way to make your book really stand out and be mm -hmm. different. It's like, wow, just mm -hmm. the chapter openers and cover in color. And that's something that's unique to digital printing because it would be very expensive to do offset. Um, well, the problem with offset, I mean, I mean, I use offset all the time, but the, the problem here is that in offset, once you put one color page in the interior, it assumes everything else is going to have color. So you're paying for that option. Where what I'm hearing you say, you can cherry pick. So if we've got a, a 20 chapter book, we're talking about just 20 pages with color on it. Is that correct? Meg, did we lose you? All right. So, you know, as we, we get her back, um, this is what we're looking for. And that you, you really need to understand um, that if you're if you're looking at color, and I want to say a, a, a couple of things about um, looking at the area of also what color of paper you use for your text. So let me just start with this. And I mean, we've lost we've lost Megan. We're going to reach out and get her again. Um, that that if you have on color that in offset, once you use one page of color, the printing assumes, and, and you're gonna get charged, your quote run um, will be used assuming that there's color on every page, even though there's only one page. So what Meg is saying with digital 
is clearly what you have got is this is huge is that what you have is that you are able to take this and cherry pick. So I personally love this idea, especially for my fiction authors that, and, and we often have graphics on the each of the chapter page that to add that little flare of color or think about kids books, um, the YA book that might have a little imaging with it, with juvenile on that chapter page that you can add that little flare of color, it really will pop you out. And you know what? People won't think that you are self-published. That if, uh, that you know, you, you're probably, you've got a publisher behind you, which I think is really, really terrific. And then what I want to come back to is the whole Sorry about that. Okay, Meg, hold on. I, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the color possibility. Um, and, and then the other thing what I want you to be really tuned into, and I'd love Meg's comments here, is that that I want you to pay attention to the color of paper. You know, we've, you've got natural cream, those kind of things for regular books, and then you've got white. If you're doing a business book, please, please, please print it on white. That's what is expected. And there's various shades of white. I get that. Um, if you've got images in your book, Meg, we kicked off the hour where Meg was talking about the poor quality of a lot of pictures, especially oldies. When we, you know, I just did a book with some really old pictures, and the resolution is not that perfect, 300 di. Don't use cream color paper because it's going to look even muckier. You're better to try to get the crisp as you have it. We've got one minute to our last break. Meg, do you want to add on to that? Uh, well, just let me say, I'm sorry, my phone cut out there for a while, so I missed part of what you were saying. But yes, I do agree that um, when you have color photos, it is better to print on white. We have various um, options of white papers um, to choose from. And I will say that we do alert um, customers when they do ask to print color on cream or natural mm -hmm. stock. We generally do alert them to that and let mm -hmm. them know that there may be some pitfall there. Yeah, I mean, I have never seen it look really cool. We'll be right back, and we'll take our final break with us is Meg Sousa. She's the marketing manager with Total Printing Systems. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. 
Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at Judith at Bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. You know, I want to give a shout out for Total Printing. I remember sending a book. This is a few years ago. And the title was The Concrete Killing Fields. And it was a book actually on homelessness. Um, the the concrete killing fields is where these men primarily would die. And mm-hmm. that when the author, who was Pat Morgan, got the book back, she here's what she said next. She said, if my final book could look as good as this proof, I would die and go to heaven. She she said it was the quality was unbelievable. And that's what's so important when it comes to printing. And you know, I can tell I can tell some of the the POD groups right away that, that pop up um, in what comes along. So I'm you know I am all for supporting 
these uh, these independent book manufacturers out here in what you can do because you talk to real people, they work with you, they want you to create a book that you love and have no regrets about, and it doesn't always work. In fact, it doesn't work at all the other way. So with that, Nick, I would love to have you kiss on in these in our last few minutes together on um, some of the things about it, that one of the things that you make, and you mentioned it earlier, is the ability to do a spiral bound book. And not all right. book manufacturers can do that, correct? That's right, yes. And uh, I actually have many clients who do spiral binding because they, they need it for um, instructional books. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so important to have a book lie flat when you need it, for example, for um, a knitting tutorial. Or any kind of tutorial, really. So that's why people love spiral bindings, and uh, we love to make them. And you, and on your, you also on your spiral binds, you can enclose them, so it look so it can have a spine, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Some people shy away from spiral bindings because they think they can't have a title on the spine, but you can. You can have yeah. an enclosed spiral so that you're able to see the title and the author. Um, so when it's on a shelf, um, people can find it or you can find it yourself when it's on your own bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And there you go. All right. So the other thing I would love to have you uh, talk about for book, there was something on book covers um, dealing with loose spines. So the, the spine is a little looser. Can you can you describe that? What's that all about? Right. OK, so. I like to call this loose book cover design and I think you have probably all seen this. You you find the book on a shelf and it's got these exact color breaks white right on the spine and I bet they don't always fit perfectly. They might be a little off. And that's a no-no. And the reason that's a no-no is because lots of things change at the last minute with book manufacturing. For example, the interior paper may change at the last minute. You may decide upon seeing a proof that you want to go to um, a 70-pound paper instead of a 60-pound. Well, you don't want to have to readjust your cover size because the spine bulk is based on the paper weight and the page count. So in order to not notice any strangeness or bad design looking at the cover spine, what you want to do is you want to create what I call loose designs. So just make sure that there are no harsh color breaks right, right in that spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, want, you want, you want you it to want flow. Uh, always. So that, that's another way I, I know good design is when I see they haven't made an exact color break at the spine. Um, there are several reasons why that spine is going to, to be fungible. Um, for example, you may decide to add a few pages at the last minute, or maybe you need to take out some old information at the last minute, so the, your your page your pages change, and you don't want to have to redesign the spine. Also, if you're moving from offset to digital, um, you're going to have, or if you're moving from printer to printer, they're going to have different papers. We don't all carry the same stock. So that's going to cause the, the spine bulk to change a little too. So if you have a loose design, you don't have to worry about readjusting the cover, which takes time and costs money. So those are the two things you want to avoid. 
So when you have a beautifully designed book without those exact color breaks on the spine, um, it's going to save you time and trouble, and it's going to make for a better looking book in the end. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's ideal. That's ideal to me to have that. And so what do you instruct your book designer to do so to make sure it comes into this category? Well, you you want to make sure that you always present your designer with a template, and we're happy to make a template for you um, for every single book. And so um, when you pass along that template to the designer, uh, you may just want to give them a, a gentle reminder that you don't want any exact color breaks at the spine, um, that you want things to be a little loose, that you don't want to have some a critical element come right to a trim line or right to the spine break. You know, you want to, you, you want to be sure that, um, that everything is just a little on the looser side so that if there's changes and there always are at the last minute, your cover is still going to be able to be, be able to be produced beautifully. And, and that's the, the bottom line, a beautiful book. All right, so mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> a couple of other things. All right, your advice, advice, get a professional designer involved, absolutely. Um, and I, I know that um, uh, that that if you go to the tps1.com uh, forward slash like resources hyphen two, you'll find some of these resources. Um, I know that uh, uh, NZ Graphics. Uh, Nick Zellinger, terrific cover design. Rebecca Finkel at FNP Design. She does, I mean, uh, unbelievable cover designs and interior designs. You know, those are certainly on my top list. 1106 Design also. There's lots of people out here who can help you, but they're in the business of doing this. This is what they do. They don't do anything else. And I think that's what's really important. Would you agree, Meg? Yeah. I do. I do. It's so important. And I want to remind your listeners that if they go to our website, there's a link there to our YouTube channel. And uh, we have a seven part series about book manufacturing. So if they want to see some of what we've talked about in action, they can check out our videos. Um, And I think that'll give a little more insight into the process. Well, and and that would be a huge plus. And so if, if you again, go to the website, um, it's really it's it's a very easy website, by the way. The TPS1.com website is an easy website to navigate, which is always a plus. And so that instant quote that uh, Meg was referring to, their online pricer that you can manipulate and move things around on um, where you're trying to do guesstimates, it's easy to find. It's right there, and you can get to that. So I would highly recommend that. And then let's see, Meg, other things. What other, we have like two minutes left. What can we kiss on here um, that that we can leave our listeners with? Anything uh, well, I guess I would just like to point out um, why digital. Uh, so uh-huh. publishers are moving from larger runs to smaller runs. So digital printing, you're able to do fewer books and multiple runs. Um, nobody's warehousing a bunch of books anymore. Uh, that that That's kind of old school at this point. Um, so that's just one more reason to choose digital is uh, to go with fewer runs. You can always print more. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then let me ask you this. You're, you're printing more. 
So your your turnaround time. What are we talking with turnaround time, Meg? Let's say so the files are up, they're all in good shape, the button gets pushed, the deposit's made by everyone. Expect to put at least a fifty percent deposit down um, when you start this process. What's the kind of the turnaround time for a typical trade paper book? Okay, well, uh, so basically, um, like you said, uh, once those files have been uploaded. Uh, they go to our pre-press department, and the first thing we do is we create that press proof um, and give us, you know, one to two days on that, possibly three days, and we overnight a proof to you. And uh, that you can take as long as you want looking at that proof, but once you approve it, um, it's going to be about 10 business days for us to produce your entire print run. Um, and then, of course, you want to keep in mind that after that, uh, you're going to want to add in um, transit time for wherever those books are being delivered. Mm -hmm. All right. And so you, and you can always ask that um, on that, but so plan for, I think the good, good rule of thumb plan for at least a month, at least a month, at least a month. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you're doing a case bound book, which is a hardback book and you have a dust jacket, I would suggest you add on at least another week. Um, in that process as you put it together so all right so we're, um, yeah this is a wrap thank you so much for being with us today my pleasure thank you for having me judith it's been a lot of fun you're welcome and if you want to get a hold of meg her email is meg at tps1.com to get further information and help and don't forget their website play around with it a little bit and learn a lot and we'll be right back. We'll see you next week. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each